You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. The new book by Daniel H. Wilson is The Clockwork Dynasty. Thank you for joining me, Daniel. Thanks for having me. You are well known for your books about robots, from how to survive a robot uprising to robopocalypse to robogenesis. This book takes a different tack. Tell us why you decided to go back instead of forward. I have spent a lot of time focused on the future, you know, and and thinking about the cutting edge of technology. And after a while, you start to realize there's this hubris in that where you think, you know, we have all the answers. And if you start to look back, you see that our ancestors had technological triumphs. And I got very interested in in court automatons and the history of lifelike robots and um, thinking about all that really led me to uh, to the Clockwork Dynasty. The technology that you use so well in this book is narrative storytelling, and you weave together past and present to create this kind of uh, mirror effect between uh, the past and the present, and to also just create a really tense story. Talk about uh, that process. Did you write the two threads separately and then put them together, or did they come one after another? There was a lot of spreadsheets involved, um, and <laughs> I uh, I tried to write them alternating, but what I ultimately did was I wrote them in chunks because mm-hmm. I, w- I would write a natural story chunk and then chop it up and then dice it together. And what I found was that I, I really needed the past storyline to tie in intimately chapter by chapter with the present storyline. And I'm not smart enough to figure out exact plot points, you know, that are going to match up. And also I feel like that would that would end up feeling very contrived anyway. So what I did was I just put on a post-it note the theme for the chapter in the past, and I would keep that theme steady, whether I was writing in the past or the present. And then what happens is sort of the magic of the subconscious. And so all the metaphors in the story, all of the the plot too, but all the conversation, everything, you know, would be like this this chapter's about letting go, you know, whether it's the past or the and then the present chapter's about letting go. And the human mind, you know, naturally solves puzzles. And that's that's a great pleasure, I think. And so when you read it, you you will pick out these parallels, these similarities. But it's nothing that I placed there intentionally. It's just something that shows up because both of them were sort of spawned from the same theme. Um, it's like you you generated them randomly from the same keyword <laughs> you know? um, or the same random number seed or whatever, right? If that might make sense to programmers. But this book does a deep dive through history and you choose some uh, very interesting portions of history. Why did you choose those portions? Well, I just I went with what I was most fascinated by. And um, being a Cherokee citizen, being from Oklahoma, which used to be Indian territory, just based on the history that I grew up with and Oklahoma history, I've been fascinated by the clash of civilizations and the role that technology plays in those interactions. And so I initially got interested in Peter the Great because he modernized Russia. I mean, he went to wow. Europe and brought home a thousand scientists and just overnight uh, really upgraded the technology of an entire nation. Um, and, you know, also I just chose my favorite parts. So <laughs> I wanted to see a robot disguised as a person, you know, at the top of a parapet wearing a white, a soiled white wig of the British Army, like firing muskets at advancing armored elephants, you know, with gold-capped tusks, <laughs> ramming doors down. I mean, just 
that's just a scene I love. You know, I can't believe that kind of those kind of battles really happened. And I, and I wanted to recapture those just because they're great. Well, you know, when you describe that scene, it makes me think that that is some awesome technology that we don't have now. <laughs> I mean, we do not. We are not using armored elephants, and maybe we should consider it if they weren't such nice critters. I got to say, yeah, the use of animals in warfare is, is uh, very grisly. I, in fact, reading about that and researching mm-hmm. that, you realize... What a bad idea. <laughs> but that's not to say that quadruped robots wouldn't be a terrific uh, addition to sort of an armored core. You know, of course, I've explored that in Apocalypse <laughs> with the spider tanks. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, I still want a spider tank as a toy because they do this amazing thing where they, they hunker down and their legs are armored and the armor folds out and then all the little guys can hide underneath. <laughs> Such a great toy. Now, uh, tell us a little bit about the the characters in this. We have Peter, who is based on a real human, actually, to a certain extent. So the idea is that Peter the Great came back to Russia with all of these scientists, and they found something ancient and amazing in the depths of the Kremlin. And it was was Peter. So they put together this automaton, and and Peter the Great decided that he wanted to have a, a machine that could serve in his image as an eternal Tsar over Russia after he passed away. And so that's the genesis of Peter. He is meant to be, he's meant to replace Peter the Great, um, literally. So he's built in this guy's image. And then Peter also was found with a with another uh, avtomat or another robot with him. And this is Elena and it's his sister. And she's uh, embodied as a 12-year-old girl. She's a genius, but she's constantly being underestimated and told what she can and can't do because of her embodiment um, as as a small girl and then in the modern and of course then they have a whole there's a whole extended family of other robots and machines uh, and they've all got history that goes back and they're all enemies and friends and and in the modern day uh, the protagonist is June Stefanoff and she's a an anthropologist that specializes in court automatons and she puts together one of these ruins and winds it up and lets it start it's an automaton that writes with a pen and what it writes down is a secret that once she learns it, she's drawn in, inexorably into this world of hidden machines, and uh, and that sets her off on her adventure. The new novel by Daniel H. Wilson is The Clockwork Dynasty. Thank you for joining me, Daniel. It was a pleasure. Thank you. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom slash agony.